You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Today's message is an audio conversation entitled, The Family. This is part two of four. So let's move on to the second relationship. How should the church be with Jesus? What's the relationship that the church has? How should the church feel toward her husband, the other way around? We should, we should love Jesus, submit to him, do whatever he says, follow him anywhere. Because Jesus is the example for the husbands, and the church is the example for the wives. So if, if the church would willingly submit to Jesus, then the wife should willingly submit to her husband. Not We don't submit to Jesus as slaves, as knowing we're going to get beat and put in prison and abused and laughed at, but we want him to lead us. We want him to be as our husband and lead us and teach us that we can walk with him and help him and serve him. And if a husband loves his wife as Christ loved the church, and if the wife submits to her husband as unto the Lord, to me the only argument there should be is the husband will want to do what he knows the wife wants, and the wife will want to do what she knows the husband wants. And there aren't any perfect relationships like that in this life. But I'll read the verses from Ephesians and Colossians about the wives submitting to their husbands. And Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband, as it is fit in the Lord. Colossians 3.18 then from Ephesians 5:22 through 24 Wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord for the husband is the head of the wife even as Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body therefore as the church is subject unto Christ so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything then the article in the Amish voice says what an honor it is for the bride of Christ to submit to Jesus how happy we ought to be to have been chosen by the Savior who loves protects nourishes encourages and cares for us what a joy it is to be his bride this is how it ought to be with husbands and wives if the husband loved his wife as Christ loved the church what an honor it would be for the wife to be his Jesus does not treat us as slaves and husbands should certainly not treat their wives in such a way so what can think of the husband and wife relationship isn't biblical because they're not following what the scriptures say. Well, one of the big differences is uh, in the Christ, in Christ, uh, in our relationship between us and Christ is that He loves us unconditionally. Uh, I I remember a while back. This has been a number of years ago. My wife looked at me one time and she goes, "You're supposed to love me unconditionally." <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, but if you don't keep your end up, it's nearly impossible for me to love you like you want me to. And 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 I almost like wanted to say, you can't expect me to be unconditional, but it haunted me for years. And uh, I finally, it wasn't until recently I said, Esther, you remember when you told me that several years ago? I said, that has ne- I've never forgotten that. We are to love you unconditionally, even when it's difficult, because that's how Christ loves us. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think, 
um, we discussed this in Sunday school this morning, and um, we talked about how it's sometimes hard to receive that love. You know, even though we know Christ gives it to us, and this 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 would be a good one for the ladies. You know, do they receive our love? Can they? Sometimes that's that's not as easy as we think it might be. And if we can't receive it, then that puts a not in the relationship as well. Yeah, my my father once was. He told me that, you know, if your wife yells at you or does something, that's not, it shouldn't affect me because I've been given a command by God to love her as Jesus loved the church. And it's not based on how she acts. And if I do what's right, she will probably do what she's supposed to do and want to serve me and help me and be there for me. And I'll want to serve her and help her. So. But w- what what happens when when, you know, We've all grown up in different families and come in from different backgrounds and so forth. And then one day we're just put in into a relationship where we live together as husband and wife. What if something happened to that spouse in her growing up years where she maybe puts a wall up and has a hard time receiving love? Uh, we're still, as husbands, we're still commanded to love unconditionally like Christ loved the church but uh what what happens when when the when the other spouse when the spouse is not able to receive that before you answer that one someone answers that one Joe I have something here that I want to put in about what we are to our wives in 1 Peter chapter 2 it talks about for you were going astray, like as so many astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. That it, you know, first chapter, or chapter two in Peter, first Peter, it ends with that. For you were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Then if you read the first verse, you know, when the Bible was written, I understand the verses really weren't separated like they are now. And then it says, Peter says, likewise. And you know, whenever something says likewise, you look back to see what it said. And it talks about Jesus being the bishop and shepherd of our soul. And it's likewise, you wise, be in subjection to your own husbands. And it goes on to say that if any obey not, and so on. But I remember when someone showed that to me when we were having our marriage restored, and it just it just hit me that we husbands are the bishop and shepherds of their soul as Christ is ours. Mm. And when you take that, that's a responsibility, and that the only way to walk in that is through Christ, through the Holy Spirit. Mm. Bishop and shepherd her along, you know just like Christ is or the shepherd of the church. You know, Christ is the shepherd or the leader of the church. We're the bishop and shepherd of her soul, it says. That's yeah, that's powerful. Yes. Interesting. To, to Joe's question that he had about what do you do if the wife isn't ready to receive the love from the husband? That'd be like Christ came into his own, his own received him not. <laughs> hmm. Well, let, let me ask you this. Do we... do? Do we sometimes have a hard time receiving Christ's love? 
I'd say yes. The answer to that would be yes. But then what does Christ do with us? Because says he's always with the Father making intercession for us. And so I think if, if a wife doesn't isn't ready to receive, we can't force, but we can make intercession. Uh, John Regeer talked of, told us one example of that, didn't he? Of a wife that was abused before she was married and the husband didn't know what was going on. And he just remained patient and loving and respected her. And then finally she took it to God and they worked on restoring their marriage and understanding each other better. Yeah, I'm just wondering, are there any ladies on the line that would like to answer or, or uh, respond to that? Well, I know, I know love. Uh, continual love can soften the heart, you know. Um, sometimes it, it, it may even be difficult to love someone that doesn't uh, return um, you, or doesn't fill your need and you have to continue to love. It can be difficult. But but I do think there are very few things. I mean, when you go to First Corinthians chapter 13, that... It, it's pretty obvious that love is long suffering and love trusts and love love is 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 a powerful emotion. We we read of Christ. Uh, we we know of that saying. It says, "Actions speak louder than words." Uh, if Christ would have just said he loved us without the action of dying, it wouldn't have been far, he would not have gone far enough. Uh, we. <clears throat> We have something to, to fulfill, and that is not just giving some of us, but our everything. Wow. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, and I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think men realize all the time how easy it is to hurt their wives. When you come home and you've had a bad day, it isn't clean like you want, or the meal is not ready, and you take it out on her. You don't ask her how her day was, or try to understand her, or uh, like for at night sometimes, man, I want to go to bed, and my wife wants to talk, so... I'm too tired, then that's hurting her feelings and not respecting her. I think heard James Dobson, a counselor, say once that a, a woman uses, she talks four times as much as a man during the day. So the man goes to work, he uses all his words, he comes home and his wife's just getting started. <laughs> but the man's responsibility is to listen and care for her wife, just like Jesus is always there to listen to us. I heard a man preach on a marriage one time and he said to the man that mentioned here, just here, I heard say something about love. And, you know, there needs to be action. And I remember this. I still, in my brain, still rings in my brain how he said, love is action packed. And I hmm. never forgot that. Action packed. You know, and uh, that always has helped me. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I think that was um, that is so important to, to say it is one thing, but to lay your life down and show her through action is 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 so much. And that's and that's true for for any relationship in life. You know, uh, James talks about that some that you know there are those who talk, but then there's those who follow through and act upon it in. And uh, that is so important. As Christians in this world, uh, we, we need to act upon it. Anybody have anything else about the husband and wife relationship? 
If not, we'll continue to the next one. The, how should Christians be toward God as God's children? How should we be with Him as our Heavenly Father? How should Christians behave? Well, I guess my first thought is that if you can receive the love and acceptance that Christ has showed us, then it, it should cause us to... Uh, I, I remember here a while back I was talking to a man that looked me in the eye and he said, so you're one of those that claims he's born again. I said, yes, you're right. I I I remember a time when I became born again. And he said, he, he, he said, so that means you don't have to go to church anymore. I said, you're right. I don't have to go to church anymore, but I want to. It's a different, it, it's a different response. When I found out how much Christ loved me and that he showed, went to the cross on my behalf, then, then it, it causes me to want to go to church, and I think that's the difference. Well, yeah, like with the, imagine that with a child. When a father comes home from work and the child's happy to see him and goes running up to him and says, Daddy, and makes the father happy. And that's how we should be with God, knowing that if, if I do something wrong, my father's going to correct me. But when I do things right, he's going to love me, and, he's gonna, and I want to please him, and I'm ashamed when I don't please him. And that's how children should be with God, where what he says we don't need to question it, but we need to trust him. And he's not our employer, but he's our father. Didn't mean all employers are bad, to say, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how children ought to. This is the same as the children and parent relationship. How should children be with their parents? The same way that God is, that the Christians should be with God. So they ought to. As the Bible says, Ephesians 6, Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Children are commanded by God to honor their parents and to obey them. In, in all these relationships, it's never one-sided. Children should obey their parents, and parents shouldn't provoke their children to anger. Parents are supposed to raise their children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. A husband is supposed to love his wife as Christ loved the church, and a wife is supposed to submit to her husband as unto the Lord. And so we can never blame somebody else totally for a bad relationship because we have our own responsibilities in any kind of relationship. The more a parent has Christ-like qualities, the easier it is for a child to obey the scriptures. If you're if the father is kind and loving and patient and shows the fruit of the Spirit and the love of God, then the child is going to be a lot more ready to go and embrace the father. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.